0: If you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast, or you just want to talk, please reach out to someone for help and support. You can also get in touch with Manblues via manblues at gmx.com. We also have a presence on Twitter or X, as well as on Instagram and Mastodon. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. I'm Leon Deggs and I have Man Blues. This week's show is all about being a repairman. Hi and welcome to Man Blues. Repairman, what do I mean by repairman? Right, this is a greater, sort of larger question. Perhaps more deep, more philosophical. But, why can't we just appreciate things Why do we feel the need to give advice? Now I've said we there. It might be a royal we in that respect because it could just be me that does this. But here's the background. My brother-in-law recently informed me that he has a podcast and he wanted some followers. So he did the usual thing that you would do and he asked me if I could give his podcast a follow and boost it. So I did. However, I also listened to it It was good, it was well-constructed, it was informed, and it was interesting. Everything that you would expect from a podcast. But then I listened harder. I spotted issues with the audio, the microphone volume, microphone technique, distortion in the audio, etc. Now normally, nobody else would really care about things like that, but I felt the need to repair it. I congratulated him on his podcast as you would expect because I'm, I'm not an animal i told him what i thought of it thought it sounded really good some of his episodes were a bit too long for my liking but then you know i do sometimes go for long walks and an hour and a half episode is fine but then i decided to offer him advice unsolicited about how to make it better he then listened to the man blues podcast and he agreed that this audio was better Then we got lost in a conversation about compression and limiter effects and good microphone techniques. But why could I not just enjoy the podcast and give him the congratulations? Why did I feel the need to give him advice on how to fix it? It wasn't broken. But I heard things that I thought, ooh, I would know how to solve that and I could improve that. And for some reason... Based on the relationship I have with my brother-in-law, I felt it prudent to tell him. I think it's because if the boot were on the other foot, I would want him to tell me where I was going wrong and mistakes I was making and things I could do better. This podcast in itself has improved because of the comments from a listener who mentioned that the background music was too loud. So that's been turned down. I'm open to criticism and critique and I'm open to making things better, so my automatic assumption is everybody else feels the same. But why did I feel the need to give him advice? It's not the same as mansplaining, nor is it claiming to have any better knowledge, because what do I know really? I'm not a professional, I'm just a podcaster talking into a cheap USB microphone and adding effects to make it sound better. This also wasn't about one-upmanship, because I wasn't telling him how mine is better. I was telling him how I thought he could improve on what he already had. But why? I mean, come on, Degsy, just enjoy it for what it is and stop seeking to improve it. There was nothing wrong with his podcast. Nothing at all. So, what are we saying? Well, apparently, it's a... It's a known thing, this lack of being able to enjoy things. It has a name. It's called anhedonia. I found it fascinating, first of all, because it seems to have the word hedon in it. So it might even be anhedonia, anhedonia. I'm guessing how to pronounce it. I've not listened to the pronunciation on the websites yet. But it's got the word hedon in it, where we talk about hedonism. So it must be to do with that. So anhedon must be the negative of hedonism. So hedonism is the enjoyment of things, and hedonism is the lack of enjoyment in things and basically the definition of it is a lack of interest, enjoyment or pleasure from life's experiences. It kind of means you may not want to spend time with others or do activities that are previously making you happy. Anhedonia is a common symptom of many mental health conditions. It's normal when your interests change throughout your life. But it's not that. This issue I've got with trying to improve my brother-in-law's podcast is not anhedonia. I didn't have a lack of enjoyment for it. I did enjoy the podcast. I just wanted to give him some tips on how I would improve it. Although, I do think this anhedonia needs to be picked up in another episode perhaps, so I may make a note on that and look out for that in the future. So then I tried to ask another question of these popular search engines and wondered whether it was something called self-critical perfectionism. As in, why do I feel the need to be good at everything? But that felt very singular and very individual. Because I'm not doing that, I'm not trying to improve myself, I was transferring it perhaps, and this is where the issue might be for me. This is a transference issue. I was transferring it onto my brother-in-law to help him improve his work. The site where I googled this information, this self-critical perfectionism, had a really interesting opening line. As ever, I've put the URL in the episode information, so have a read of it because it was genuinely interesting. But the opening strap line was, do you feel the need to be good at everything you put your mind to? You could be dealing with self-critical perfectionism, a trait which is especially common in women. Wow. So coming back to the point, what is my problem? Well, firstly, unsurprisingly, I was getting annoyed with myself because I can't formulate the correct question to ask of Google to see if anyone else has this. And the knock-on effect to that, my man blues takes a hit for me not being able to find the correct words. Secondly, I found myself wondering Am I alone in this? Because if I can't find the right question to ask to get information on this problem, am I the only one who does it? Or am I in a really, really small minority? So I found myself wondering whether I can think of a time when someone else has given me unsolicited advice on how I can improve something. This is constructive criticism, not just kind of like, you can do this better, you can do that better. This is me showing somebody something I've done creatively And I think that's the difference here. Because I know I've done an episode already talking about how you haven't asked for help but you still give help all the time and how you can deal with that. That's not this. This is constructive criticism. So I started to wonder whether I did have that, whether I have experienced that in my life. And I thought, yeah, of course, with creative things, music, songs, Whenever I've played stuff to people, and they've listened to it, and then they've said afterwards, oh, I think you should change that, and I don't think that word is right, and maybe that chord change is wrong, try this, try that, try the other, you feel awful. You feel terrible, because that's the thing about criticising creative things. You are putting your heart and soul out there, and someone is criticising it. How dare they suggest that I don't know what I'm doing. So why does constructive criticism hurt my feelings? Did it hurt my brother-in-law's feelings? Is this a cultural thing or is it specific to the individual? And the reason I ask that is because my brother-in-law is German. He may have taken that constructive criticism differently to how someone who's British may take it or someone who's American may take it or a Norwegian. I think it may be cultural, but it also may be individual-specific. So what if my brother-in-law has a fear of failure and I've pointed out issues with his work? That will have made him feel terrible. It's good, from a Man Blue's perspective, that I'm reflecting on my behaviour towards him. We talk a lot on these podcasts about how talking is important, but self-reflection is a massive key. And the fact that I did that, spotted my behaviour, felt bad about it, and I'm now discussing it on a podcast and trying to dissect what I did and teach myself better methods for not doing it, is also really healthy. And the thing about creativity is, when you put your creative works out there, as I've already said, you're putting your heart and soul into it. So any kind of critique is going to be hard to take because you know at the point when you finish that creative work, it's perfect. You don't want to make any changes. Unless, of course, as ever, you're specifically asking for advice on how to improve it. But he wasn't. He wasn't asking for advice. He just said, I've got a podcast, can you give it a follow and a boost? He didn't say, listen to it, critique it, and let me know your thoughts. I did that off my own back because, perhaps subconsciously, that's what I would like people to do with me. I would like to say to my friends and family, listen to the podcast and give me constructive feedback. So in terms of positivity, There are tips and tricks, as always, for helping you learn to accept constructive feedback. So number one is to stop your first reaction. Number two is to remember the benefits of getting feedback. Number three, listen for understanding, which is quite key. Is someone actually understanding what you're going through and what what they're talking about? And number four is to say thank you. That is a really tough thing to do. Because at the point when you're getting that criticism that you might not be expecting and you might not be able to cope with, to slow yourself down and say thank you to the person who's giving you the criticism, gives you that whole acceptance of what's going on. Number five is ask questions to deconstruct that feedback. And finally, number six is request time to follow up. The extended comments to those six steps are in one of the URLs that are in the episode blurb. Um, It's the one about how to take constructive criticism well. Give them a read, you'll find it really interesting. But here's another question. I've just given you tips on how to accept constructive criticism, but have we actually strayed from the problem? This episode isn't about how to take criticism. It's about how to just enjoy things. And that brings us back to the anhedonia. So maybe I do have that. But I have it in a different way of am i trying to project onto my brother-in-law that yeah your podcast was all right but it could have been improved or my enjoyment could have been improved by doing this 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 and this in short i don't really have an answer for this because as i said earlier i couldn't find the correct question to put into google to find out what the problem is and because of that i don't know what the answer is so this might be one of the most disappointing podcast episodes i've ever created So please, don't give me any constructive feedback. I think, I don't know. Because I'm already deconstructing this work as I'm doing it. And if you've ever done that, you understand where I am mentally right now. If you've never done that, I cannot recommend it. Please do not deconstruct anything you're doing while you're doing it. Because then you're asking yourself questions like, why do I bother? What's the point? Those are really dark they're valid, but they're dark questions. (sighs) So here we are. Here we are. I'm Leon Deggs, and all I have to say is, well done. That's excellent. Please keep it going. Thank you for listening. No, really. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening.